Hello and welcome. And welcome to, this... to the take two. <laughs> Go for it. That's a, it's all you. Go for it. Do you know the name of it? <laughs> Do you know the name of the podcast? I just I just like how you. I like how every time you say hello, it's a little bit different. Of course, I'm keeping it interesting. Keep, Keep it, it interesting. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. I'll give you a try. Hello and <laughs> welcome. Ooh, I like that one. Okay. Hello and welcome to the second season of Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert Hack, and I am back to tell you more stories of deaths and hauntings. But this season will be featuring the lovely city of Savannah, Georgia, a personal favorite of mine, a personal favorite destination Hmm. of mine. Love it here. It's beautiful. Have you been? Never been. <laughs> <laughs> but you're from the South. Should I, am I allowed to talk yet? You didn't. You can talk. I'll yet. introduce you in a second. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm yeah. I'm more from the South than you. Whatever it is, I'm just more than you. <laughs> oh, 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 that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's right. I haven't been to Savannah though. <laughs> Today I am joined by. A guest that has been featured on the podcast before. If you have not listened before, go back and listen to the very first episode of this entire show. And you will hear my best friend talk. And probably talk over me. Oh, as you were just about to. (laughs) I was just about to. Okay, sorry. I'm not, actually. I wasn't going to. I'm totally joking because I don't care. But uh, I saw that breath coming and I had to take it. I mean, it's not a, it's not a lie. I love to talk <laughs> over people. I'll always give you your shine, though. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> so you haven't visited Savannah? No. Um, I was supposed to remember. I was supposed to go to Savannah for an American Idol thing. Oh yeah. Um, when they scouted me, hey, but I didn't <laughs> go. Why didn't I go? Oh, because I was doing something else. Yeah, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. So I was just doing something else mystical. But you passed it by while you drove to Florida. Oh, yeah, you, absolutely. Uh... I love the South. I was born in Baton Rouge. Um, so I feel like a special like kinship with the South, even though I haven't actually like spent a considerable amount of time there. I feel like I just have like, this feels a little connected spiritually, you know? Right, right, right. Right, right, right. And I have family in Atlanta, so I'm down here quite often. And Savannah's only a short little four-hour jog from Atlanta, so. Do you know much about Savannah or Savannah ghosts? Um, I don't know much about Savannah ghosts, no. I do feel like there's been, like, a couple ghost adventure episodes that oh, I maybe sure. have seen. Yeah. Um, but... I'm kind of excited. I, I'm usually spooked out by the ghost shit, but listening to your podcast actually has like made me like. There's like a history behind it, so that's it's like a little bit more fun 
because of the history. So let's get into it. Yeah. So to remind people or to refresh people's minds or to let people who haven't listened, do you believe in ghosts? Mm, I do believe in ghosts. Um, I I wonder what my first answer was. Um, I do believe in ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it doesn't change too much. I feel like uh, ghosts are super like present in in my life even though like i don't i haven't seen like physical ghosts i just feel that energy you know right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good answer thank you there's no wrong answer but it's a good answer (laughs) (laughs) well tyer light your candle and grab a drink because we're about to talk heavily about ghosts and pirates. Ooh, pirates. Wait, pirates. what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, am I allowed to swear? Uh, what is pirates in Savannah? Absolutely, pirates. And I okay, so let's start off. How much do you know about pirates? I have seen all of the pirates movies. First of all, recently, recently, <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. Um, at world's end. Uh, yeah, no, I, I truly don't know that much about pirates except what they do. Um, but I do think pirate culture is kind of cool and badass just because of, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. It's probably a lot more violent than I'm, you know, the Disney, the Disneyfied version of it. Oh, we as a society have romanticized pirates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. heavily, <laughs> Yeah, but not all of what pirates were or did was awful. I mean, they did do bad things, but not all of it was bad. Oh my God, am I about to learn about the only good pirate? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, this episode is about a place called the Pirate House in Savannah. And so I'm not going to focus on a specific pirate, but pirates in general in that area. And what the house was used for. Okay. Okay. So, obviously ghosts and pirates have gone hand in hand for a really long time. I feel like the most popular one is the Flying Dutchman. Like, it's talked about in Spongebob, Pirates (laughs) of the Caribbean. There's a whole opera about it. The main (laughs) reference, Spongebob. Um... (laughs) There's a whole opera about it. Like, Flying Dutchman has been around forever. Um, and if you don't know, it's basically like this legend among sailors about a ship that sank, killing everyone on board. So now they're doomed to sail the seas forever. Mm-hmm. And there's been an, like an extreme amount of sightings of this ship and like well documented all the way back to 17. 17- 90. They didn't see it back then. <laughs> they just, they didn't have good enough glasses back then, that's all. Their uh, binoculars or uh, telescopes weren't big yeah. enough yet. They were using Chef Boyardee cans back in the day. <laughs> With the string attached. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I'll do a whole season about ghost ships and Ooh. people who died on the seas. Oh, that sounds really good. And you do the whole thing on a cruise. Yes. The cruise. (laughs) 
I'll just do it all on a pirate ship on a big t- those big sailboats. I good or, luck. You know what? A yacht. <laughs> Ooh yeah, stream big. Thank you. <laughs> I'll find a yacht owner. <laughs> so I bring this up because I think most people's ideas of what pirates are do come from movies, especially the Pirates of the Caribbean, and. I don't think many people think of pirates sailing the coast of the United States. Mm. Like pirates of the Caribbean, they're in the Caribbean, right? right? So the Caribbean's not far, but it's also not conveniently close by any mm. means, especially when pirates were big, like when they were doing their dastardly deeds in the, what is it? 1700s. But I think, I mean, they all went up and down the coast, but the most of them didn't go much farther north than Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. But Charleston, South Carolina has like a huge history with pirates. Like it was a major port for pirates. Am I just stupid that I don't know this? This is kind of rocking my shit. (laughs) I had some kind of idea, but I didn't know the extent of it. Like Mm -hmm. it makes sense for you to like, Especially back then, you have a compass. Like, that's all you have to know where you're, you're at. Right. So I'm going to follow this land and see where I go. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I would do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize that it was so enriched. Like, the whole culture at that time was enriched in Charleston. Mm. To the point where I'm sure you know Blackbeard. A famous I, pirate. I sometimes grow a Blackbeard, yes. Hmm. So you're you're familiar. <laughs> I'm, I'm I've heard I've heard. He was a he was one of those famous famous pirates, but he at one point blockaded, or created a blockade around Charleston, mm. and only would remove the blockade if his uh, crew was given medicine. So he was like not fucking around. Yeah, <laughs> running a tight shape. Blackbeard is strict as shit. Don't fuck around. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to stop swearing so much. Strictest H-E double hockey sticks. Uh, this whole podcast is full of swears. And like the general content is like true crime. So Ooh, <laughs> swearing is like shit. the least amount of it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's a whole um, there's a whole island just south of Savannah called Blackbeard's Island. And it, the legend is that he buried his treasure on this island, though no one has found the treasure yet. However, when I was looking up photos, it is very Pirates of the Caribbean, like huge sands running up to trees. And so it really could be buried anywhere. You're right. Like there's, okay. It's just like, keep digging because you've got to find something. Here's the thing, though, is that if I were a treasure hunter... <clears throat> you would never know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm not <laughs> like, I don't want to collaborate. I'm trying to find it. And if I find it, you won't know. Right. Exactly. I'll just take it to the bank. Oh, for sure. And this island that, again, it's claimed that it's Blackbeard's treasure island. But you even to this day, you can only access it by boat. So if he did bury his treasure there, it's a great place. Because mm-hmm. you can only get there by boat. There's like one place to dock your boat. So it's not convenient by any means. 
but I also wouldn't go around telling anybody. So maybe Mm-mm. maybe he had a upset crew that was like, you know what? Fuck Blackbeard. His treasure's buried on that one island down there. <laughs> go dig it up. But Savannah is only a hundred around a hundred miles south of Charleston. So it's not too far and it's south closer to Florida and the Caribbean and stuff like that. So it definitely had its fair share of pirate. I don't want to say issues because I don't want to call pirates a problem, but (laughs) you don't want to call pirates a problem. Is that politically incorrect? (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm sure it's better if I said pirates were awful. Don't be a pirate. But they're just, they're... And then someone listening is like, not all pirates. <laughs> Please. My great, great, great granddad was a pirate. How yeah. dare you? Barbosa. is uh, <laughs> the best character. Mm, period. Okay. Now let's jump back to the 1800s. So around 1800, a Savannah police officer was walking near Washington Square late one night. He eventually found himself in the nearby bar called the Pirate's House. After he had finished his drink, an employee offered to get him another. But wanting to show him the rum cellar so the policeman could pick out his favorite rum or try different rums, he made his way to the cellar with the server and tried some rums. But hours later, the policeman awoke aboard a Chinese ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. The policeman had been shanghaied, which is the act of drugging someone and selling them to a captain who was lacking a full crew to sail. It took the policeman two years to make his way back to Savannah. That's very scary. Yes. <laughs> oh my god and they didn't even have like find my iphone back then so like nobody would even know <laughs> nobody would even know oh my god that's very scary can't share your location with your best friend on your Mm-mm. iphone Mm-mm. no tracking your app yeah they probably thought he was dead they didn't like, even just... have i'm sorry no <laughs> They See, now you're have... overconscious about it. Yeah, it's now nice. I'm, I don't want to step on your toes. Okay, I was totally but joking. no, I was just going to say, they didn't even have um, Shanghai by Nicki Minaj yet. How did she know? Pop pills, now we bang bye. <laughs> Maybe they did have Nicki Minaj's Shanghai back then, and they were, we just, re, it resurfaced. Yeah, they have like a sea shanty version of it. Yes. Pop pills, now we bang bye. <laughs> oh, it'll sound me saying hi. Um, I'm gonna release that so no one can take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm covering it. Copyright. Now, I would freak out if I awoke suddenly. I don't know what drugs they were using back then, or if they just got them so blackout drunk that they fell over and Shanghai them. Or hit them over the head. Like any of the... Any of it could be plausible. But... Yeah, they would sell people to captains of ships. And it wasn't always pirates. But pirates were definitely probably the... They were more willing to deal in 
black market stuff like that than other merchants and stuff. Right. But, oh my gosh. Ugh, that is so terrifying. Okay. How right. did how did he get out of that? <laughs> well, again, that's like a lot of these stories because Savannah is so old that we don't know if that's like a factual story. Mm. It's definitely a legend in Savannah, but we don't know if it actually happened. Though we know people being Shanghai had happened all the time. Right. We just know if this policeman story is 100% factual. But gotcha. let's head back. Because like I was saying, Savannah is one of the oldest cities in the United States. It was founded in 1733. It was founded by an Englishman named James Oglethorpe who called the colony Georgia named after King George II. Ugh. So, I know, I know. This is just one of many examples of how, like, the naming of things in Savannah, and it needs to be way more creative. Because in the future... There's the colony is named Georgia. There's like a USS Georgia. There's like right. Let's get <laughs> let's diversify. Let's rename. Let's you know. Right. We're, this is we are not there anymore. <laughs> we could reinvent. <laughs> reinvent absolutely. Rebranding of America. Though I think they were still kind of on board with being royal, like part of mm-hmm. Britain. Like they're like we're. British and we're conquering new land as that's what we do. And so. White people so crazy. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so the, uh, it's the first colony. So obviously Georgia's not a state yet. So the colony is named Georgia. And it became. So James and the settlers met with Native Americans and established Savannah as a royal city. So the colony was called Georgia. They moved to this area, talked with Native Americans, and then they established the Savannah area and called it Savannah. Mm. And Savannah became the capital of Georgia and the southernmost port in the 13 colonies. In 1778, British troops took over the city and didn't leave until the end of the Revolutionary War in 1782. And 82 years later, General William Sherman marched during the Civil War, burning each city he passed through, but found Savannah so beautiful he telegrammed Abe Lincoln that he would leave the city alone as a Christmas gift to the president. (laughs) It's so gorgeous. You must have it. I'd like, you know what? <clears throat> My birthday just passed, but if anybody is trying to think of some last minute gifts, I'll take a I'll take a plot of land. A plot of land is probably the best gift you could be given right now. Hey. I got dreams of owning a chicken farm. <laughs> Please own a chicken farm. I don't want to own a so chicken bad. farm. <laughs> <laughs> own goats. Ew, goats smell terrible. Yeah, but they naturally mow your grass. And you can, like, host goat yoga. You're right. Put those goats to work. (laughs) And you can have kids over. You get fainting goats. 
And then it's like pre-entertainment. You're right. You know what? Let's take this. Oh, we're going Amish. <laughs> well, let's take it back to the old school. I have family in Pennsylvania, and I've been to Amish town, and it's not for me. But I will visit you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That's all I need. I just need people to come, <laughs> the city folk to come visit. <clears throat> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so Abe Lincoln was like, sure, thanks for the plot of land. I have a whole country, but mm-hmm. I'll take Savannah as well. That's cool. Today, Savannah houses over 144,000 people and many, many, many more ghosts. Ooh. Savannah is also battling for the title... Or, like, it's an ongoing battle that will probably never end. For the most haunted city in the United States with New Orleans. Like, New Orleans and Savannah are always like, no, I have the most ghosts. No, I am the most haunted. Which, how do you prove it? How do you know? Right. (laughs) All right. I mean, it's a cute... I I like... You know what? I would love to have the title, but we're not... It's We're splitting here. Hairs here. (laughs) Yeah, they're both extremely old cities with back in the day especially a lot wrong with the way society was so Mm -hmm. every house square and street of savannah is haunted but the most popular haunted houses are just more haunted so when these stories i'm going to tell this season and so many more that you hear about it's not just those places. Like, the entire city is just, like, ridden with ghosts. But these stories that you hear are the most popular ones are just more haunted than others. That, that actually gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> That's so spooky. I'm not going to go there then. You know what? <laughs> hey. I've seen ghosts, but they've all been in Chicago. I haven't seen any in Savannah yet. So. Well, you haven't been there that much. Well, <laughs> You're right. True, it, but. I've been there a few times, but I haven't lived there. You're right. But hopefully... It's a matter of time. You're going to turn around and there's going to be like... Uh, what's the word? Uh, a conjuring style. Like you're going to turn around and there's going to be someone right next to you. <laughs> Just like, move. Get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I live here. Tourists, get out. <laughs> also like i was saying earlier the city is so old so stories especially ghost stories usually become exaggerated Hmm. however i do believe that every folklore is based in facts so with that the pirate's house does exist still exists and it's now a restaurant so you can go have a meal (laughs) In the it's pirate's a restaurant? house. Yes. Ooh, let's. What kind of meals do they have? Like the spooky steak. <laughs> oh, I wish it was themed like that. Themed yeah. pirate theme or uh, ghost theme. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I'll have the uh, porterhouse. I'm sorry, we only serve the murder house steak. <laughs> Yeah, the spooky spooky spaghetti. Spooky spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got to talk to their manager or the Mm -hmm. the owner of that place. We talk about rebranding. We're gonna rebrand all Savannah. Let's do this. (laughs) I'm I'm down for Savannah made in our image. 
I don't care if the Savannans are. <laughs> it's not their problem any longer. <laughs> now, before the house was built, there was a garden that was planned and designed by botanists from around the world. So they really took the time with this garden. <laughs> and there are different accounts of what what was built on the land after the garden was there. Some say an herb house was built to help take care of the garden. And that herb house was later turned into what we know as the pirate house before it was added onto. But there's other accounts that say the herb house never existed and the pirate house was just built on the plow land. So it's kind of, again, it's so old that no one really knows the exact right timeline of everything. A, a centuries-old uh, game of telephone. A, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so there are reports of the house being built in 1733, 1750s, or even 1794. Regardless, it's still over 200 years old. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, but the date does significantly ch- significantly change how we perceive the pirate's house because the golden age of piracy was generally between 1650s to 1730s. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do we call a house a pirate's house if pirates weren't really prevalent when the right. house was built? So I'm going to focus on the post-Spanish succession period. Like the period, <laughs> not period, period, but like the period of... <laughs> the period, period. of <laughs> That period of time was from 1715 to 1726. And this was immediately after the War of Spanish Succession in Europe and Queen Anne's War in North America. Which, basically, it involved Britain, of course, France, and Spain. And Spain separated from France, and all three wanted territory in the New World, a.k.a. North America. Mm -hmm. Once the war was over, it left tens of thousands of Navy seamen without work. <laughs> they, I got a I, place they could come work. I was just about to say I've got something they can work on. <laughs> uh, no, but it's like you're. I guess that problem still stands today. You know, you have this massive world war, or at least a few countries war, and when the war's over, what do all the military people do? Do where do they go? Where do they like? Yeah, like all they know. In, in this instance, all they knew was the sea and war, <laughs> essentially. Right. So they were also trained to attack and steal other countries' ships as part of the war. So after the war was over... They just continued to do what they knew. They just didn't do it under a flag. You know, the pirate's flag eventually became the flag, but they didn't do it under a certain country. Okay. So any ship became fair game. 
So before it was like, I'm France, I, I'm in the French Navy, we only take down Spanish and British ships. But now mm-hmm. it's like, well, sorry, France, you too. If you got a better boat, it's mine. <laughs> we need money, food, supplies, etc. to survive. And so I know you have it on your ship. And if we attack your ship and get all that, and then on top of it, realize that you have a better ship, we're also taking <laughs> your ship. We're taking that ship. What I found, or what I find more interesting than what the pirates had to do to survive, because, like, that just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't have, I don't, a lot of these men didn't have anywhere. Like, they didn't have any families back home to go to, so it's like, well, I might as well just, like, stay on the ship. Plus, as a pirate, you made, like, decent money. So, what I find more interesting is that after the war, and kind of during the war, governments would hire privateers. And basically, there's no difference between a privateer and a pirate, except privateers are hired by the government to attack certain ships or certain countries' ships. And so when a privateer would do that, they would bring back or the government would get a cut of whatever they stole. Stop. Okay, wait. Does this still happen then? <clears throat> do you know? Um, No, it, it's kind of... Privateering, it doesn't happen any longer, and, like, at least not in an official way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it was very common back then because a pirate... Piracy became an issue for the Mm -hmm. governments, obviously. But if a government could control who's pirating ships, and you're getting a... And if the government's getting a cut of it, of the profit... Sure, if you want to go murder, plunder, steal, etc., but you're giving me a cut, that's legal. But the pirates who were doing that because the governments weren't getting cuts from it, that was illegal. And you know what? I could we could really just go onto a real big tear on the American government, but you know what? A hundred. Hey, hey. hey. They're not coming knocking on my door getting me recorded on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, knock on my door. (laughs) The government's waiting for you. I'm going to take you to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so pirates and privateers were gutless and just as horrible as the other. But the plus side of being a pirate, and like I said, pirates made good money doing Mm -hmm. what they were doing because a pirate ship most of them were democratic systems so the entire crew elected the captain and they all got a fair cut of the profits when they raided a ship the Mm -hmm. only people that got like slightly higher cuts i believe were captains and like the uh, doctor on board. They had doctors on board? Yeah, they didn't call them doctor. I think they called them artists. And 
they anytime you raided a ship and there was a fight, obviously, you're injured. You're going to need to patch up your people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they got a little extra money for being the crew's... Medically trained. Surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> because it pays to go to college. Everyone should get their degree <laughs> as soon as they can. Okay. And if you need to plunder and steal to pay for it, hey, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only, and I was watching this video and I found interesting, if the doctor or the medically trained person or whatever somehow was killed or died from an infection or whatever the case may be, the next person to fill that, vo- that void... Because mm-hmm. they can't just go to shore every time someone right. dies, <laughs> would be the uh, the craftsman, the guy who like fixes the boat, and because his tools for like are the... wood are very similar to what a doctor would have been using to like stitch people up and no, yeah. uh, uh-uh. like <laughs> no, I would not. It's like just you. I'm just imagining going to a hospital, how white, how clean, <laughs> how sterile everything is and smells and, you know, sounds like even just, and then just, you just hear like a woodsman come clamoring through with his like, here, like he's just got <laughs> ready to stitch you up. Just on the wall, you're in your doctor's talking to your doctor and just on the wall is a certificate. It doesn't say it doesn't say surgeon or anything. It just says woodsmith. <laughs> it doesn't. Say, it, it doesn't even say that. It just says certified. Because <laughs> no, there were there was no. Uh, please, I couldn't handle that. Well, I can get even grosser. This video also talked about how that a lot of pirates, most pirates, ate at night without lights. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the questions are always, well, how did pirates see what they were eating and drinking? And the answer the guy gave was, well, they didn't want to see what they were eating and drinking because when you're on a ship for 20 months on end or however long it is, your food (laughs) is either being eaten by like rodents or it has maggots in it or your drink or your water is like not clean. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time it was like, well... They wouldn't have eaten it if they saw what they were eating and drinking, which in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, being a pirate would be kind of fun. The adventure of it is like (laughs) the idea of adventure is fun. Yeah. But then you get like things like that and it's like, "Mm -hmm." the real aspect of it, the real deal (laughs) of it is not so damn. (laughs) No, not (laughs) the land pirates. (laughs) On the, I'll I'll be port side, like, "Mm -hmm." you guys have any salads like you guys do (laughs) you have a balsamic that i could do that with (laughs) oh just a ranch no no just a ranch that's okay i'll just go dry i'll just do lettuce (laughs) Lettuce. (laughs) now imagine being shanghaied onto a ship like that where that you're forced into it like i'm jumping overboard baby (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) not davy jones take me now (laughs) So they didn't have salad. (laughs) (laughs) You just, yeah, all you hear is the uh, springboard sound of zoo jump and then splash (laughs) at the bottom. 
No, like I said, uh, piracy became a huge problem for the governments because they were losing tons of ships and money. So they began offering pardons for piracy to leave piracy behind. So a lot of these pirates, like, again, didn't necessarily want to be pirates, but they didn't know anything else. So they just did it to make money Mm -hmm. and then would send it home to parents, wives, whatever. And... When the government was like, well, we won't arrest you if you stop pirating right now. A lot of them, like, hopped at the chance of that. Right. So by the time the pirate's house was built built in Savannah, piracy was on, like, a rapid decline. So many believe that it wasn't necessarily pirates using the house, but it was privateers using the house instead okay and they would use the house to port for a bit shanghai unsuspecting men and then murder anyone that got in their way wow okay so i agree with that that like it's probably should be called the privateer house Mm -hmm. but that's not as catchy as the pirate's house right and then we'd have to also discuss the (laughs) we'd also have to discuss the government creating pirates or like sending out pirates of their yes. own you know yeah and we won't get into that we'll just call it a restaurant and serve <laughs> it with the spooky spaghetti <laughs> i mean that is like a fascinating thing that i do think should be talked about more when we're discussing piracy is that um yeah just like blacklisting or making piracy illegal when governments were literally doing it too right literally yeah and you know what? We could connect that to the war on drugs, but we won't do that. Okay. So, the restaurant today, mm-hmm. very, very old. Like I said, over 200 years old. There are also rumors of a secret tunnel in the basement of the house that was meant for bootlegging, because we all know pirates love their rum. Right. And where they carried the Shanghai men out to the ships before they woke up since the tunnel in the basement went straight to the river. So you could like knock them out, drag their body underground all the way to the river, to the docks, and then sell them to the ship. So you're not carrying bodies through the streets of Savannah, basically. That's so scary. But that's absolutely, (laughs) that's got to be real. Like, think of all the restaurants we know that have underground tunnels just for random things. Right. Well, so... uh, There's rumors that say the tunnel has been covered up now for safety reasons. Because Mm -hmm. it's so old. Right. Which, I buy. That makes sense. But there's others saying that, like, there isn't a tunnel there. And if there is a tunnel... Because if you look in the basement, there is a spot in the basement that looks like there could be a tunnel entrance. Mm Mm-hmm. But it leads not in the direction of the river. So, again, it's so old that it's hard to really tell what was and what wasn't there at certain times. Right, okay. Um, but like you were saying, I would not be surprised if there were tunnels under there because every city has a labyrinth of tunnels under the streets. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, they do for they did it originally for mail delivery service for all these buildings. All the mail ran underground, you know. Right. So it's just 
and trains run underground. It's just like every city has that. So right, it's this. It's a system that I know the black market has got to <laughs> has got to have its hands on. <laughs> yes. So I wouldn't put it past pirates or more likely privateers, like I was saying, for using the tunnels. But especially at the decline of piracy when captains were desperate for a crew and piracy became like any t- t- like ounce of hint of piracy, they were arrested, you know, mm. you know, kind of like, oh, I heard there's a whisper. You're a witch. We're burning you. Oh, I heard you. There's a whisper. You're a pirate. Hang them. So ah, scary. Okay. <laughs> but. The house itself has been added onto, like I was saying earlier, and ghosts haunt the place to this day. Absolutely. And not only in the main house, in the add-ons, in the basement, I'm sure if there is a tunnel or was a tunnel, I'm sure it's haunted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the whole area is just... The bathrooms, like the tunnels, yes. the the pool, the the spaghetti, um, the spaghetti, all of it. It's all been tainted, tainted, tainted goods. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll take a short break. Before that, I want to do a little fun fact. Before we take a quick break, the you know the novel Tre- Treasure Island. I do. Very famous. Uh, the pirate's house actually inspired parts of the book. Oh. And the restaurant even owns a couple early edition pages from Treasure Island, and they're framed in the restaurant. So if you want to go check those out. That is so fun. fun. Wow. I actually like that fun fact. That's really cute. (laughs) So go read Treasure Island. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Join a crew and travel the world by stealing money and supplies from other trips. Because why not? And we'll be right back. We are back to talk about some ghosts. <laughs> I believe the most haunted part of the pirate's house is in the basement. Like I was saying, mm-hmm. very horror movie. Like there are many stories, especially from staff that work at the restaurant. There's a bartender who has expressed hearing voices of men in the basement when no one is down there. And I can't tell from pictures how big the basement is, but from the photos, it looks like a cellar more than a basement. Like Interesting. Again, the, the house is so old, so it's not large. I don't think more than maybe two people can fit down there comfortably. Right. And... 
obviously the shelves are just full of supplies. So it's just you walk down these like really janky looking <laughs> stairs that are made of wood into what looks like a dirt pit, basically. Not a like, dirt it's pit. Not... <laughs> I don't know if it's like that. <laughs> well, I mean, classic for the ghosts to show up there at the spookiest right. part. And classic that she hears uh, men's voices because that's probably what they were doing when they died. They were just talking business and then they got shot in the back of the head by some pirate or something. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes. A chef has seen an apparition of a seafaring man look incredibly threatening, quote unquote walk through the kitchen and disappear through a door. Ooh. He also saw glaring eyes in the reflection of the piano they No, had see that one? That's the one I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you can hire someone else. <laughs> and I'll collect the unemployment. Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> you're hired to play piano and you're just like did it, did it, did it, did it. And you just look down, and there's just two eyes. I'd like, lose no. it. I'd lose it. Are you kidding me? Okay, no. And I guess both these times happened when the chef was like by himself cleaning up late at night. Like the restaurant had closed down. He was the last one at work and just finished cleaning. Mm-hmm. And both these moments are just like, that's, you know, it's common for ghosts to show up when people are by themselves. Right. I don't know if that's. There's a reason behind it or whatnot, but it always makes it ten times creepier. And when you can't like look at someone and be like, uh, uh, "Did you uh, see that?" Right? You can't. You need yeah. a witness, right? Yeah. I feel like uh, so because I think everybody that's ever worked in some service industry has had to go in some dark, creaky basement, nasty, you know, whatever, yes. and just grab the things <laughs> you need to grab, and nobody else might be around. And so to me, my instinct is just like, there's ghosts in here. I'm not even going to pretend there's not ghosts in here. I'm just going to talk to the ghosts and be like, hopefully they're nice and they won't bother me. Like, so if I hear clatter, I'm just like, okay, I heard that. And I hope you're being nice to me. Whatever you're doing, you better not bring <laughs> that over here. The ghost. <laughs> you're inviting the ghost into you. Well, <laughs> hey, don't put it that way. Now I have to think of a new way to comfort myself. <laughs> no, no, no. I do the same thing. If I think there's something mm-hmm. around, it's like, cool, good to know. <laughs> good to know. You're like, cool, I'm going to jot that down. I'll take that note. <laughs> I'm going to quickly take this head of lettuce to the front <laughs> and get out of here. Thanks. So obviously, the servers and everyone who works at the restaurant knows all the legends and the stories about the pirate's house so there was a server who would never go in the basement because of the stories and just kind of the lore of it Mm -hmm. but she finally like worked up the courage to be like okay i'll walk down in the basement just to like stop freaking about it you know get back on the horse type of deal halfway down the stairs she became very ill and like woozy so she ended up like abandoning her plan she's like i feel so sick i need i'm just gonna like sit down every day after that she felt horribly sick at work to the point where she quit two weeks later to avoid feeling sick every day wow now that's a new one 
Yes. And a lot of people equate it to, like, the pe- the men feeling, like, drunk after being, like, either hit over the head or the people giving them so much liquor they become blackout mm. before they Shanghai the men, you know? So the feeling of being, like, I'm either drugged or I just got hit over the head, like, feeling that woozy, sick feeling yeah. in the basement where they, like, took the bodies. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, may- so she's... Her haunting is, like, that she's feeling the feelings that these other men have felt? Yeah, that's the idea. I like that. We should write a movie about (laughs) that. Let me get into that. (laughs) Just take out the notes. I don't have the nails for it, exactly. (laughs) So, when the pirate's house was built, the upstairs was used as rooms for sailors to rent. A nice little, like, boarding house, Mm -hmm. I guess. But today, it's a gift shop. (laughs) Casual. Of course. But it once was a jazz club, which I think is a great space for a jazz club. Like, that's awesome. I would totally go to a jazz club in, like, an old (laughs) house like that. In the jazz club, a lot of people expressed smelling strange scents odd lighting and like hearing strange voices that was just weed smoke that's come on (laughs) i mean the amount of jazz club you and i in a jazz club that sounds about right (laughs) odd lighting odd lighting weird scents Mm -hmm. and like voices from who knows where like they were just being bougie it's okay (laughs) just a jazz club but it also i mean the scent thing is weird to me because I don't like. What do ghosts smell like? <laughs> I don't know if they're smelling a ghost or like. Yeah, but well, maybe it's the same thing as like like it's not um it's not necessarily um. So like I feel like so often we think about ghosts as being like the physical manifestation of the person, but maybe it's more like right. just like the event of you know like maybe it's the gunpowder or something that you're smelling. Where it's like, this Absolutely. This is the history of this space that you're reliving. Right. Maybe. I'm. Hold on to that thought. I'm going to get, I'm going to bring that okay. up again. Okay. Because I, I like that, but I'm going to bring it up in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, a former server was cleaning up in the jazz club one night alone. She placed the clean coffee pots back in their, like, holders mm-hmm. and left the room. But as she walked through the swinging doors, she heard a loud crash. When she checked what had broken, both coffee pots had flown across the room and shattered against the opposite wall. <laughs> um. Now, I don't blame the ghost, because I always want a pot of coffee ready at will. <laughs> They're just mad that they couldn't get a top off. <laughs> exactly, Yeah. <laughs> Leave the coffee pots filled, and in the morning you can clean them, because I want my coffee. But, yeah, that would, like, I think the first thought, if you're, if you hear something crash in a kitchen, it's like, oh, a glass or a plate slid off Mm -hmm. out of the dishwasher, whatever the case may be, and shattered. It happens all the time, whatever. But to have coffee pots you just set down on a different side of the room 
And also coffee pots, like they go into they go into a divot, you know. So it's not like they're gonna right, yeah, just slide off the side of something. Like that's a little bit spooky. Yeah, spooky spaghetti. I think that might be where I call it quits on working at a place like that. Oh yeah, like she also witnessed people walking by in like the corner of her eye, Mm -hmm. which is very like very a ghost thing to do. Um, she never like looked at them, but they would casually walk through the club or near the stairs that connected the jazz club down to the restaurant. Um, I don't think that would bother me as much seeing like shadows or something in the corner. Right. But something physical, like a coffee pot shattering. Yeah. If it's a, if it gets aggressive, you know, everybody walks. Yes. We all walk. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's actually not true. Um, we, we, we all, you know, like that wouldn't freak me out to see somebody just moving in the corner of my eye. I'm just like, that's when I address it. <laughs> I'm like, I see you. Yes. You better stay over there. I'm doing my mind and my business. But then if I hear the coffee right. pot, mm, no, it's getting aggressive. You're right. Aggressive. That is, that's where you draw the line. Ghost, either you need to be evicted and I'll call someone to get you evicted out of this house <laughs> or... You need to adjust your attitude so we can both share yeah. this space. <laughs> yeah, we're going to therapy with the ghosts. We're like, so what is it that makes you so upset? Why do you feel like you have to throw the <laughs> coffee pot? <laughs> Ugh. The feeling of being watched is always present in the pirate's house. And you can hear footsteps walking the dining room. And it's said that Captain Flint of Treasure Island haunts the house however he's a fictional character (laughs) like a lot of people claim to see like a pirate looking person and like i said the chef saw like a seafaring man um so i wouldn't be surprised if sailors or pirates or whatever again it's the pirate's house stayed there like rented out a room drank there killed people there (laughs) killed people there but, yeah, it's definitely not Captain Flint. But maybe it's Blackbeard because he's been, he, I mean, there's some testimonies that say Blackbeard spent time in Savannah. So maybe it is him. Oh, my God. Though he died, I think, 14 years before the house was built. So, or it could just be a s- series of several other pirates, but... We don't know who these people are, but they most likely died from the inevitable bar brawls. Again, it's a bar. They're pirates. That's so still spooky. (laughs) Or the Civil War that obviously took place a lot of it in the South. What is the Civil War? How do you say it? Civil War? War? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those statues we all tore down recently. Oh, right, 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 those... right, right, right. I'm black, everyone. This is a, that's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh Fort Wayne, which was built for the Revolutionary War, once stood very close to the pirate's house. Mm. So the tunnel below the building may be old trenches dug out for the Revolutionary War and the siege of Savannah in 1779. 
Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. That place is very much haunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also have the Civil War, but it also could be the massive yellow fever outbreak of 1820. Oh my gosh. So we don't even know exactly who these ghosts are, when they're from. No. But that might be the funny smell. Like you are saying, it might be gunpowder from all the wars going on. Maybe it's the smell of dying people from yellow fever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's... That is a funny maybe smell. Maybe it's gangrene in the trenches. I bet I have never smelled gangrene, but I do not think it will smell good. It's athlete's foot. It all smells <laughs> athlete's it's foot. Just, it's just... It's shin splints. <laughs> They're just... Odd smells. I smell internal so, bleeding. <laughs> as people, as, well, you and I both have now worked in restaurants. Would you work in a haunted restaurant? No. And let me tell you why. Uh, a restaurant is haunted enough. Customers, you are very scary. It is uh, even, you know... It, yes. It, in 2021, you guys really haven't learned much. You're just just as scary no. as the ghost star. So the added element of the spooky reflection <laughs> of eyes, the coffee, the terrible smell, the sickness, all that sounds pretty bad. And I do not want a part of yeah. that. Yeah, we're already stressed enough with like, Miss Mary didn't get her steak. Right. Rare. Right. You know, it was cooked too much, so she's throwing that back in our face. And then the soda isn't carbonated enough, or <laughs> there's not enough room at the table for me, whatever the case right. may be. You're you're more adventurous, though. So would you, do you think you would try it? Do you think you would give it a go? Working at the restaurant I did in a haunted hotel, mm. I... Like I said, I think I would be fine if it was just, like, footsteps or, like, shadow things. Oh, I did work at that cafe that was haunted, too. Yeah, it's, as long, like I said, as long as it's not getting aggressive, I'm fine with yeah. it. Like, we can both occupy this space and be perfectly fine. Um, But if you have an, if you have an attitude problem, I'm not. Right. No. If you're going to get pissed because I, I didn't... Can't. Give you, I gave you the decaf when you asked for coffee. <laughs> yeah, and you're throwing. Yeah, the I'm pots. not dealing with that. <laughs> Make your own coffee. I'm out of here. I'm done. Yeah, now it's just a regular like you're just talking to a regular person. Well, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, for the people who did not have not listened to the first episode yet, you have not experienced any ghost um things no although i don't know if i could count this are you are you asking if i've experienced anything else or are you just segueing me <laughs> no uh share uh, share what if you have anything to share please i've been okay eerie odd just anything that's spooky, spooky. so i feel like it's not necessarily spooky but I do feel like I've been um, a little bit more, like, protected spiritually um, mm-hmm. by, like, I feel like I keep getting visited by my ancestors um, who, mm-hmm. like, I knew, like, my, specifically my great-grandmother, I feel like, um, I feel like she visits me all the time. Um, 
and like just kind of like I'll be thinking about something and be like oh I don't know what do I do and then I'll feel like a presence and it is kind of like my great-grandmother's presence and she was like such a tough lady and like um Mm -hmm. like such a like she's tough love kind of lady like very supportive but also right you know strict as shit and so (laughs) i feel like whenever i feel her presence i'm like oh right i'm being a baby i need to step up and do this thing and like make sure my life is going in the right path so i don't know if that counts as a ghost story but that is something that has definitely been happening lately that's multi-personality disorder. <gasps> You're right. you just taking on. <laughs> no, no, no. That makes sense. I I don't know about... I mean, my mom definitely has had experiences with, like, visiting relatives. Mm. So that is... That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. It's not spooky, you're, though. You're... Well, I think the idea could be spooky, but because you know them, it becomes more like endearing yeah she's not (laughs) if i just felt her presence and then i looked over and she was like ah (laughs) just for (laughs) just for fun she's just standing in the shadows behind the door like (laughs) just watching (laughs) (laughs) oh great great, grandmommy i know you wouldn't do that but if you did it might be funny it might be pretty good you might get me girl Oh, if only she was a prankster, that would I bet she would haunt mm-hmm. your ass. If she if she was if she loved pranks, she would totally pull that shit. Right. She like leaves the toilet seat up when I need to go number two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I have an email titled Should I Stay or Should I Go? Mm-hmm. I was working on the computer in the front room of my house one day when I was alone and I started hearing loud muffled music with the song Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash. Oh my god. Which was just recently featured in the Stranger Things series on Netflix where a missing boy would communicate to his friend by using the song. Mm -hmm. I couldn't pinpoint where it was coming from. I checked out the front and back door, but it wasn't coming from outside. I checked the other rooms on the main level and then upstairs, but still couldn't find the source. It was driving me crazy because I couldn't figure out where this was coming from. I finally went down in the basement and it was coming from the treadmill audio system, which my iPod was attached. My iPod turned on by itself and started playing Should I Stay or Should I Go? Interesting. The strange thing was that the iPod showed the artwork for the last song I was playing when I turned off the iPod, which was a Rolling Stones song. I wonder if someone was trying to reach me from beyond. Oh my god. And that's from Todd. That's a little, that's a, come on now. I'm, I feel like that the <laughs> TikToker where it, that one that just like gets really close to the camera and he's like, there is no such thing as a coincidence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I feel like. Yeah, that song specifically too, Should I sh- Stay or Should I Go? Like that, that song also is like, that's got to have a meaning or something behind it. So do you feel like um, 
there's there's things that god we could like really go into a whole other conversation (laughs) but there are there's like this notion that if you discuss your like um if you discuss what kind of signs your loved ones should leave you um to let you know that they're still with you and like what if that was like that person's favorite song <laughs> or like yeah yeah, like, yeah you know like i wonder if i you know do you believe in signs that the ghosts leave oh for sure i do think that that could very well be like the song could have been a sign though i don't I mean, maybe someone did pass away in their life. I don't know. Yeah. But. Or maybe that, that loved one was I just mean, watching them watch Stranger Things. And they were like, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, technology-wise, it's an iPod, right? It's not an iPhone. It's not an iPad. You know, iPods are very simple. You click play. <laughs> the song plays. Yeah. You click next. Pause. So, I don't. I mean, I guess there could have been a tech glitch where, but from my understanding, the next song on the playlist was not Should I Stay or Should I Go. So it would have had to like skip several songs to get to that song, but have the image and the song title and stuff not change. So I don't know. And then the next song that came on after that was called like, where are you, John? Please come find me. <laughs> or Todd. Todd was the, it's le- like, the uh, leader, right? Or the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Transformer Bumblebee doesn't have a speech box, so he uses the radio uh, to communicate. Yeah. So it's just songs that are in a row that create a sentence. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Ghost, you gotta, you gotta communicate to us somehow, because we don't be hearing you. Should I stay or should I go? And then it skips over to Carly Rae Jepsen's I just go into the store, to the store, <laughs> just go into the store. To let them know that they're leaving the house. They've just been thinking about whether they're going to run the errand or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ty, Air, thank you for joining me. Thank you, for thank you, Blake, episode. for joining me for another <laughs> episode of my new podcast, haunted oh what is it called my podcast is called haunted hoods where we (laughs) (laughs) no this is so fun i always love i mean obviously we can talk for like hours and it's better that we get to do it about something that i don't know about and love learning about (laughs) and love getting theoretical about at the end yeah, I love this show. Yes, it covers a lot of bases between the two. <laughs> History and theoreticals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all we need. That's about us. That's all we need. <laughs> Hopefully you learned a little bit about pirates and Savannah. So when you visit one day, you can avoid check out all the ghosts avoid that spot <laughs> i'm not going to that restaurant at all no you'll end up at the beach anyway so it won't Ooh, matter. that sounds fun there can't be any ghosts at the beach right dun, dun, dun. hopefully not <laughs> it's just like a ghost crab <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell would that even look like <laughs> <laughs> i thought i saw a crab but you're just 
sunbathing, you're you're like half asleep sunbathing, and your toe is just pinched by something, and you wake up and there's nothing on your toe, and you're like, that ghost crab the got ghost me again. Crab. Is <laughs> you all can follow haunted hometowns on Instagram and Twitter for photos, guest info, and upcoming news. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. It truly helps me a great deal. And send me your ghost stories at hauntedhometownspodcast at gmail.com. Could be anything from a ghost pirate's bird mimicking you while you work from home to a pair of eyes glowing out of darkness looking you up and down. Ooh. Sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Ghosts gotta feel something too. Let me tell you a little story about... I'm going to write you a listener letter about my experiences with the ghost. Hey. Your experiences of haunting locker rooms. Period. <laughs> it's actually not ghost eyes. It's just a humanage in a locker. Yeah. <laughs> just looking out for Selena. Let me know your ghost stories. And Tyre, I know I say it every episode but where can they find and listen to you and what you've been up to and doing in the future? Um, well, I don't, I don't know when this episode is coming out, but I will be oh. August 6th, August 6th. Of course I have a, you know, if you just are in the city and you already are, you already were there. <laughs> I'll be at millennium park doing decade with the divas and I'll be at Lincoln hall later this month performing with Emily blue and some other uh, Supernova and uh, Carlisle. It'll be a really great show. Um, so, you know, you can find me there. You can find me on Spotify, T H A I R. That's my name, Ty Air. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and all that shit uh, at For Boys Like Me, F O R Boys Like Me. And you can listen to the theme song that I made. Is it going to play after this? <laughs> You know what? I'm going to hire someone else. (laughs) Yeah, it'll, uh, well, it'll start playing after I say, tune in next week for another Savannah haunting because everyone loves a ghost story. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Blake. I got some of this information from Haunted Savannah by James Caskey, Wikipedia, Ghost City Tours, and PBS. You can follow Tyair of this episode at For Boys Like Me, that's F-O-R, Boys Like Me. And the amazing artwork is by Pepe Munoz. Follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z.